This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. This is Pastor Callie Hargraves with BPN Radio. We are so happy to be with you today on this beautiful morning. I um, am excited about what Jesus is doing across America um, and across the world, we ha- mm-hmm. I believe we are entering into a season and a time of the greatest awakening the church has ever known. And it's because people across the church, the body of Christ, are realizing who they are in Christ. And they're standing up in their sphere of influence and in their families and their homes and their cities. And they're doing what God's told them to do. You have something to do for Jesus. You have something, you have a call of God on your life. God has good plans for you. And today, um, I've got Miss Erica. Actually, she's a pastor, Erica Espinosa. I'm going to call her pastor Erica Espinosa. She is Erica Espinosa, the mother and the wife. And then she's Dr. Erica Espinosa. But most of all, she's a daughter of God. Amen. She's yes. She's a, a major lover of Jesus. And mm-hmm. uh, she's in Harlingen, Texas. Um, mm-hmm. She's the mother of three beautiful kids. Uh, she's married to Dr. Um, Pastor, Dr. Pastor Manny Espinosa. They've been married for 14 years. Uh, you know, he's a board certified physician. Uh, they pastor the collective in the Rio mm-hmm. Grande Valley. And they're also, uh, her and Manny are business people. So they, they wear mm-hmm. a lot of hats, but most of all, they are extreme lovers of Jesus mm-hmm. and they have completely given their life to Jesus. And because of that surrender, God is just doing great, great things in their lives. They haven't been pastoring for that long. How, how long has the church been in existence, Erica? It's been a little over a year. So February made it a year. So it's been about, you know, 13, 14 months. I got, I had the privilege of going and ministering uh, yes. with, with uh, Erica and Manny and um, pastors, Erica and Manny. And I was so blessed. The spirit of God wow. in that church is beautiful. Uh, there's a real revival that is uh, revival fires that are burning in that city and burning mm-hmm. in that church. And, and you've literally just, um, you just touched the tip of the iceberg. You've just put your hand on mm-hmm. just a little bit of what God is going to give you in the wow. next five years. You're going to see great, great, uh, revival and, and explosion in that church. But mm-hmm. I wanted to give you an opportunity. We got 20 minutes before we'll break here, but I wanted to give okay. you an opportunity because there are a lot of people that are listening, Erica, mm-hmm. that have not believed yet what God Mm -hmm. says about them. And, um, I am, God is really dealing with me like this morning on the way to, to Mm -hmm. staff meeting, the Lord said to me, Callie, I want you to receive your birthright. Okay. Well, I've been serving you a long time and I've been doing a lot for you. And he said it again. He didn't answer any of the things that I said Mm -hmm. back to him. He said, I want you to receive Mm -hmm. your birthright. I think it's a state of just faith and receiving and you and you and Manny are quickly receiving your birthright. And I want you to talk about how you got saved and kind of Mm -hmm. your journey. Tell us about your journey. So, um, I accepted Jesus when I was eight years old. And so I had this profound love for him from a very young age. And I grew up in a Christian home. Um, my parents would take us to church every Sunday and every Wednesday and we were involved in, in the sense that, you know, I was part of the youth group. And, and so I grew up like that. When I, was in, when I graduated from high school, I started going into a rebellious stage. And I started dating this man that um, my mom wasn't, my parents weren't too fond of. And so I, you know, I, I did things that I'm not proud to say I did. Um, but it was really, you know, the prayers of my parents kept me on track. Yeah. Um, I was able to get through college with no problems. And I knew from, you know, in high school and college that I wanted to become a medical doctor that was just instilled in my heart. And so I worked really hard and, and went to medical school. And, and during the process of medical school, I realized that that person I was dating was not the one for me. 
Wow. And so I was able to release him. Um, and shortly after I met my husband, um, we knew, I knew instantly that, that, that was a guy for me. I mean, it, it took about a week or so, but literally God just worked on my heart. Wow. And during this time, you know, I can say I, I trusted God and I loved God, but we weren't really, um, planted in a church. And so, you know, we got married, we had some children and it, it was about three years ago that the Lord really caught my attention. Wow. Um, we had been married already, you know, nine to 10 years. And, um, you know, we started having major problems. You know, our career became our idols. Um, you know, we, we had our dream home, we had our kids, we had everything that, you know, people would tell us people that we needed, but really I still remember saying, Lord, is this it? Is this wow. it? We're going to church. We're good people. Um, you know, we have our degrees. You know, my, my parents have remembered them telling me from a very young age, you know, go get educated, mijita, because you never know who you're going to marry. You never know what's going to happen. But I, I didn't realize, you know, um, you know that, that I had really put God on the back burner. And so three years ago, we went through a very hard state, a stage in our lives where, you know, the pride of life came in and we were on the brink of divorce. And wow. um, I remember... Um, thinking, I was like, I can't, we can't let this just fall apart. What God has put together, you know, uh, no, let no man fall apart, even if there are our own decisions. And so I remember um, God just, you know, getting our attention and, and um, let telling me to be still in this process of, you know, us thinking that that was, it, it was over. He told us, he told me specifically, be, be still. And he said, I need you to forgive those that have hurt you. And so in this, in this process that we had gone through, um, I felt betrayed by my husband. Um, he, you know, he had had a, an affair. And so for me, it was something that, you know, I, it was, it was, it was something that really just bothered me to the highest level. And, and I said, you know what, if a man ever does that to me, I'm, I'm out. And God said, no, you're not. He said, I need you to be still, I need you to fight for your family. And so God put certain people in our lives, um, in, in our lives at that particular time to give us hope. I remember one of my friends um, connecting me with a friend, Andrea, who had been through a similar situation with her and her husband. And that one single conversation of an hour and a half literally led me to having hope again. Wow. Wow. And that one little bit of hope is what I held on to. And I remember weeks after this stuff had been you know, revealed, after the skeletons came out, I remember um, feeling... I'm sorry. I remember feeling, you know, alone, uh, betrayed, um, angry. And I wasn't angry at God. I was angry at the situation. Sure. And I remember the Lord telling me, Pastor Callie, he said, if you don't forgive him, I, I can't forgive you. Wow. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it literally just, you know, it was like one of those ugh, moments. And so I, I remember laying there in bed and I was, I was alone. Nobody was with me. And I remember just crying and pouring my heart out to God and just said, Lord, I forgive him. I forgive myself, you know, because it wasn't just him. It was me too. You know, the words for so many years, you know, it talks about in the Bible, how women, you know, I mean, just how our words can, can be life or death. Sure. And I was, you know, I was just throwing you know, bomb after bomb after bomb for so many years, you know, and so it was both our faults. It wasn't just his fault or my fault. It was both our faults. And so I was a fool for a very long time and I was feeding in to, you know, it says, you know, that we, you know, we can either build up our home, or we can tear it down. And I was tearing my house down for many years before this happened. And so this wow. was a consequence of that. And so after that happened, so what the Lord did was pull out that root of unforgiveness. And I felt after that, that there was many weeks and months that I just, I ran empty and I was like, Lord, there has to be more than this. And so one of my friends invited me to drench. And that's where we met. That's yeah. where I met you. Yeah. And I remember that being such a life, a pivotal time in my life. I needed, I was so thirsty for God. I was so desperate for God that that moment literally took me to a place that I had never been before. And that was a turning point for me. That was literally where I felt like I went with an empty face and oh. God just poured in his spirit into me, even though I had his spirit in me. Um, it was literally like a, a feeling up. And it, my cup was not running over at this time. It was literally, he was just giving me enough to go more after him. And so I remember weeks after that, you know, I, I, I was so hungry. I got in the word, you know, I was in prayer. I was journaling and, and the Lord was just revealing more and more. And, and then um, um, we had some extra little, you know, encounters after that. And the Lord just kept taking me deeper and deeper because I was pursuing him. Wow. 
And so to make a long story short, um, we got invited to this encounter called One Church. And I remember being there at this one church. Um, and it was after a three, you know, three day period, we had been there. And um, one of my friends, Matt Pinnell, he said, he's like, Hey, so when are you guys going to have your own collective? And, and I literally looked at him. I said, I'm, you know, we're not going to be pastors. You know, we're just here to, to receive and just to get closer to God. I mean, that wasn't on my plate. You know, we, I was, you know, I'm a mom, I'm a doctor, I'm a businesswoman, And I was thinking, I can't, there's no way, there's no way I can do this. And so when he said that, that just kind of stayed in me. And I didn't really understand that. Um, later on, we got back home. And after a few weeks, the Lord started telling us that we were going to be pastors and I fought with him for 72 hours. And I said, I don't want to be a pastor. And the Lord said, if you don't do it, I'll get somebody else to do it. And so that's when after, after three days of fighting with the God, I said, fine, Lord, I'll do whatever you ask me to do. And so that was really a pivotal time for us because really what we did was just uh, be obedient yeah. to the call. We answered the, the call to what he had asked us to do, why he created us. And I remember him sharing, um, showing me the, the, the story of Esther and saying, you know, I created you for, for such a time as this. Yes. And so, you know, that's how this kind of all started. But was this on my plate or was this on my agenda? Absolutely not. Well, usually when it's not on your agenda is when God, God loves to show up and show out. And, it, <laughs> and I heard someone say this. If, if you hear something that you're supposed to do and you know you can do it in your own strength, it probably wasn't God. Yes. But if God speaks something to you that is so out of character of what you could ever muster up on your own then it probably yes. is god and right god's way is exceedingly abundantly above all that we ever ask or think and i that love the absolutely. fact that you not only i i got to spend a lot of time with you and and pastor manny mm -hmm. when i was there and you know god took y'all through some real um, he, he brought you back around to a true conversion. You know, it's one thing to be converted. It's another thing to allow Jesus to become the Lord of your life. Yes. And, right. and, and I tell you what I believe why God has picked y'all because mm -hmm. you quickly said you and, and Manny said, I want Jesus to not just be somebody, mm -hmm. somebody that I go visit on Sunday morning at church. Right. I don't want to compartmentalize this Jesus, but no. I want him in every part of my life. And God, I'm inviting you in to be Lord over my yes. life and to, right. and to expose into me, expose to me the areas of mixture, things that are mm -hmm. not uh, expedient for me. All things are lawful, but not everything is expedient. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're justified. We were talking about this at the last drench we were at in, in, uh, um, Nashville here just a few days ago we're justified the minute we get saved we are mm -hmm. saved we're justified because of what mm -hmm. Jesus did on Calvary but we are sanctified through mm -hmm. the process of allowing Jesus to become Lord in our life yes and so right. we, so when he shows us okay Callie I I you know I, I'll give you an example my you know I don't I don't go rob banks I don't commit adultery I don't uh, right. anything that we call sin. Okay. But right. my, my food has either been, I overeat, don't take care of myself mm -hmm. that extreme, mm -hmm. or it's been the other mm -hmm. extreme where I am literally chained to a scale and I'm counting every calorie, looking at everything to the point that food is still mm -hmm. either way. Food has been a problem. Mm -hmm. It's a God. Right. Direction. And so God mm -hmm. is healing me and delivering me and he's making food what it was meant to be in my life. And that's a joy because food came from him right. and, and he's, and he's disassociating comfort in the way of replacing Jesus with a, with a, with a hot dog. Okay. Yeah. Jesus right. Wants right. To be the Lord of my life. He doesn't want the hot dog to be the Lord of my life. So for me, that last stand, that bowl of lentils, uh, mm -hmm. for my birthright is saying, okay, God, I give you my food. I give mm -hmm. you my food because I want good health. And right. so we're all on that process. We're all on that journey. But because you and Manny said, okay, God, get involved in my life. Show us the areas that you're not Lord of our lives. And God literally mm -hmm. took you on an Audubon and you became a pastor really quick. But that was because... Because you were open to getting free and allowing God right. to get into your mess. And it's, yes. really, it's really about obedience. It's really about mm -hmm. obedience. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Obedience is, is Trump's sacrifice anytime. And, and I honestly think that's the only reason 
um, this has happened so exponentially fast is because of the obedience. I mean, we have, we, we ask the Lord for everything. You know, we say, Lord, do you want us to go here? Yes or no? You know, I mean, we literally have learned to ask him to, to be Lord of every area of our lives. That's awesome. Um, one thing he showed me was, you know, because we wear so many hats is like, he's like, Erica, just draw. He's, he told me one day, he's like, draw a circle in the middle and put my name, God, in the middle and then draw a spoke and, and, and put here business, another one with family, another one with ministry, another one with medicine. He goes, as long as you keep me first in each of those areas of your life, you will never fail. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. I lost her. I lost Erica. There she's back. Yeah, here I am. Yeah, sorry. He said, so so that was, that's, me, he said, as long as you keep me first. Yes, in each area. So if I'm like, for example, if I'm practicing medicine, always keep me first. You know, don't make idol, you know, the medicine, the idol. Keep me first when, so operate in the spirit at all times Uh is basically what he was telling me. Wow. But it was do it in each sphere whenever, and don't get overwhelmed. Like, you know, when I'm in medicine, I'm in medicine. When I'm a mom, I'm being a mom at that point. And so one thing I've learned over the last eight months is he's literally unraveled me because, um, and I may, some people may not know this, but for the last eight months, I have not practiced medicine. Um, he took me out of medicine for a season to unravel me. Wow. And what I mean by that, he's unraveled me because who I identified Erica was, was basically a medical doctor. If somebody asked me, Hey, what do you do? Well, I'm, I'm a physician. I'm a mom. I'm a this, I'm a that. And really, you know, he wanted me to understand that I, I, those are parts of me, but that's not truly who I am. Yeah. I remember taking my diploma down as I'm leaving the clinic. And I remember the Holy Spirit saying, he's like, Erica, that's, that doesn't define you. And so there were days, these last eight months where I literally walked around, like, who am I? You know, because I, 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 because, because when you, when you're so busy being busy all the time, you know, if, if, you know, you, you associate with what you do, yeah. not who you are. He wants you to know. And that so I became are, that person. He wants you to know that you're Erica Espinoza, the beloved daughter of God. That's right. The yes. And I think daughter. he wants all his daughters to know that, <laughs> yes. you know, those are all parts of us, but he doesn't want us to be overwhelmed by any part of that. And just really, if you just know who the, like, just have your, your eyes set on who you are in him. It doesn't matter what storms come your way. It doesn't matter what addictions you are, you know, you have. God made us to be addicted to him. Right. And so yeah. if we are not addicted to him. We are going to be addicted to something. You know, some people choose alcohol. Some people choose pornography. Some people choose whatever it is. Some people choose But God success. made us to truly be it. Yes. Some I mean, we did that. We, we're living... We chose success for many years, and boy, was that not fulfilling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God wants us to be successful. I, I believe with all of my heart. Yes, he absolutely. But to me, success, you want to know what success is? It's obedience mm-hmm. to God. Yes. Oh, and when we're so obedient good. to God, the fruit, what we, you know, what the world calls success, we call fruit. Yes. What, what the so world beautiful. calls success, we call fruit. But the fruit comes as a result of my obedience to God. So whether it's, God doesn't mean for me to be in poverty. He doesn't mean for me to be sick. He paid for all of it mm-hmm. on Calvary. He wants every part of my life to be right. blessed and fruitful. But that, but success is defined by my obedience to him. And that obedience mm-hmm. produces fruit. And then when the world is gone, they see, okay, it's like the difference. The Lord's been showing me the difference between rich and wealthy. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen people that are rich, Mm -hmm. but they're not wealthy. They're poor because their riches define them and they've got all kinds of dysfunction in their life. And then I've seen people Mm -hmm. that were, that were wealthy and they may not be necessarily rich, but they're wealthy Mm -hmm. to include their money, but they're wealthy Mm -hmm. because God is Lord of their life. And I, I want to be wealthy. Me too. <laughs> I want to be wealthy in every sense of the word, but I, I don't want anything mm-hmm. other than my love for Jesus mm-hmm. to define me. We're going to break for just mm-hmm. a moment and we're going to have okay. a song here on BPN radio. And so okay. we'll, we'll be right back with uh, Dr. Pastor Manny.
If I make my bed in the depths, you're there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn or sail away on the far side of the sea, you're there. You're there. You're chasing us down. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You always have. No shadow you won't die. Mountain you won't climb up. Coming after me. No wall you won't kick down. Lie you won't tear down. Coming after me. No shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up. Coming after me. No wall you won't kick down. Lie you won't tear down. Coming after me. No shadow. No shadow you won't light up. Thank you so much. We're so happy to have Erica, Pastor Erica Manny, Dr. Erica Manny here with us on VPN Radio. She's telling, she's been sharing with us her testimony. And, you know, God literally led her and Pastor Manny on what I call the Autobond of the Spirit. They got, Mm -hmm. they got, she got saved as a little girl. Mm -hmm. Then she, they, she went through college and became very, they they became very successful in their own right, successful Mm -hmm. doctors, but their life kind of crashed and Mm -hmm. they realized they were serving the wrong God. They were serving mammon. They were serving Mm -hmm. success and nearly went through a divorce and God Mm -hmm. healed them, delivered them. And now they're, they're practicing medicine. They're, they have a successful business that, that they're running as well. Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're running a Holy Spirit led church mm-hmm. that I believe is going to shake the Rio Grande Valley. I want you to talk a little bit about um, how God is teaching you to wear all these hats and wear them effectively. Yeah. So, I mean, what God showed me, I, I shared this a few minutes ago, but really what he shared with me was just keeping him the center of every sphere. And so when I'm in ministry, you know, I'm operating in the spirit in ministry, but if I'm, if I'm in medicine, I'm operating in the spirit. So always to be keeping him at the center. I think sometimes we put ourselves in the, in the center, you know, yeah. and that's so easy for somebody like myself who has a lot of knowledge. Um, but for me, wisdom prevails over knowledge. Right. And so, you know, that for me, it's important to always keep that in mind that never to put myself first, always keep God first. Um, the way I do that, honestly, is just by staying in the word, praying, yeah. journaling, uh, walking with the Lord. I, I walk with the Lord daily, at least five times a week. Um, for me, those, those are some of the biggest times he reveals things to me. Um, he speaks to me, I, I, you know, like he speaks to all of us. 
Um, and so for me, it's been, it's been that just keeping him first before me and dying to myself daily. We all can have selfish ambition. And so for me, just to make sure I'm not doing what Erica wants, but truly what God wants me to do in that moment. You know, I want to stop right there and I want to hone in on that. You know, many times, most people, most people, and I say this, you know, uh, I don't want to lump everybody, but I see a lot of people because I pastor a lot of people. Most mm-hmm. people, God speaks to them something to do and their own insecurities keep them from doing it because they're not ambitious by nature. So, mm-hmm. and right. then there's people like me and you and other people that are ambitious by nature. And if God tells you to do something, you do it the next second instead of mm-hmm. waiting on the Holy Spirit to give you instruction. And mm-hmm. And that's something I had to learn that everything God told me didn't mean I was supposed to launch it within 10 minutes. And then I had to learn, uh, being the personality of that type that I am, that, that it's not about, it's not about my, I need to, I had to learn to say, okay, God, when I, when something came to my head that I felt like I was supposed to do, God, is this mm-hmm. you or is this me and my selfish ambition? And mm-hmm. over time, just asking that question, Literally, Erica, God just kind of drove that out of me just by me mm-hmm. submitting yep. it to him and saying, look, by nature, I'm ambitious, but mm-hmm. I don't want my ambition to stop me from receiving and walking in everything that you've gotten for me. And, I, I, you know, either end of that spectrum is being self-absorbed, being super mm-hmm. insecure or being super confident. So right. I've asked God. And so I th- I'm really glad that you said that because... If you're listening and you happen to be like me and Erica, where you're just, you're a go-getter. You want to get things done. You're a doer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's great. But don't be Mm -hmm. such a doer that you do things that God doesn't want you to do. And when you do what, when God speaks something to you, ask him to help you do it from his motivation. Right. I always tell people, yeah, you can tell anybody anything as long as it comes with a well of love. Yes. You know, yeah. it always has, and you know, that's one thing I keep in mind every single day. I'm like, Lord, search my heart. Tell me how my heart is today. I do a heart check every single day. That, that's so good, Erica. That's so good. <laughs> I have to, you know, because at some point, you know, God showed me, he told me the other day, or actually it was a couple of weeks ago. He, he goes, you were living on 80% your strength and 20% my strength for many years, Erica. And that's the reason why you walked around defeated and exhausted and frustrated. He's like, now you've grown so much. You are now 80% on my strength and still 20% on your strength, like my strength. And I was like, how is that possible, Lord, that I still have 20% that I haven't given up? And so this morning, I'm like, Lord, where am I? I Ask him every morning, Lord, where where am I? He said, you're 99%. (laughs) I know. I was like, okay, I'm getting there. But it's an everyday process. It's it's one of those, you know, for transformation to truly occur, we must renew our mind daily. Yes. If we're not renewing our mind daily, then... You know, we're not taking care of our well-being because we're made of a body, soul, and spirit. And so, you know, for me, total wellness means taking care of my body, taking care of my soul, which is my will and intellect, right? And part of the how how you do that is by constantly renewing your mind. We have new brain cells that we get every single day. And so for somebody to think that they can't change, that's the lie of the enemy. Yeah, they can change. You can transform the way you think by positive reinforcement daily and just getting in the word and allowing God to transform the way you think because the mind controls the brain. Yes. The other thing is the spirit, you know, feeding your spirit. The word of God is, is feeding your spirit and being around, you know, spirit filled people and pruning those that, 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 you know, that are not giving you life. They're not giving you words that are uplifting and, right. and spirit filled. That's and so awesome. one thing I've learned to do is just, you know, is, is, you know, how I manage and stay healthy myself is making sure that I'm always, okay, how's my body? Am I feeding it well? You know, am I exercising? Am I reducing my stress, what I can physically? And then, you know, the soul is just, what am I feeding my mind? You know, what am I, what am I around? How, how is my mind today? And then the third thing is spirit. How's my spirit? Because I, I want to walk by the spirit at all times. We're deceived. We're deceived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We think that you can neglect any of those areas and be a hundred percent what God calls you to be. Absolutely. You can't do great exploits. I mean, you can, you can, and I've, I've served God all my life and didn't take care of my body and was able to do great things for the Lord. But how much more could I have done if I was taking care of my body? Right. And for many years I took care of my body only. 
The yeah. other two I totally neglected, and that's a reason. Reason I walked around. I mean, when I say defeated, I didn't. I don't mean that I wasn't successful. Right. I was. I was successful, but I you was exhausted. Yes. Yeah, I was not holistic at all by you any know, means. The, the uh, new ages. New Age movement has taken that word holistic and stole it from us. Mm -hmm. Truly the only way to be holy, healed, and and fruitful Mm -hmm. is through a total surrender to Jesus Christ in every area of my life. Amen. Yes. So true. So true. He is the original holistic maker. Yes. Yes. (laughs) He makes makes our life holistic. I want to, just for a moment, I want you, Mm -hmm. Erica, to pray for people that are listening. Uh, We've got people listening by Facebook Live. We've got people Mm -hmm. listening by radio. Uh, I would like for you to pray for everyone that's listening today. Okay. So, Father, we come to you, Lord. Um, You say anything we ask in your name, when two or more gathered in your name, that you are here in the midst, Lord. And so I ask you, Father, for those that are, are hurting are, are maybe walking more in their own flesh, Father. I pray that you will reveal areas that need to be uh, fulfilled with your spirit, Father. I pray that um, people's eyes will be opened right now, that people's ears will be opened. And Lord, that they will understand it's a, it's a two-way street. It is not a one-way street. For you showed me so ma- that so many people know of you, but that they don't have a personal relationship with you. So Father, I ask you right now, Father, that you will just touch each person that's on this, on the radio, on on the Facebook live. I pray that you will touch them in such an intimate way, Lord, that you will fill them with your spirit. You will fill them with your love, that you will give them peace, Lord, that no matter what storm they're going through, Father, I pray that you will help them to understand that you are with them for you do not forsake us, Father. So we thank you, Lord, for this time. I thank you for the healings that's occurring right now in people. I thank you for the healings that are occurring right now in marriages right now. Father, For I I feel some people are getting hope right now that if I was able to get through and you you saw me through, that that they can can get, get through it too. For the enemy is a liar and all he wants to do is kill, steal, and destroy. So I'm become against that in the mighty name of Jesus. For those men that need to rise up, I pray that they will rise up. I pray that the women will submit to their husbands and that they will pray for their husbands, that they will fight for their families, that they will not tear their families down with their words, Lord, but that they will bring uplifting, nurturing, comforting words, Father. So I thank you, Father, for for Pastor Callie, and I thank you for their church, Lord. I pray a prophetic blessing into their ministry, Father, that you will just allow her just to to, to just um, be healed from any areas that need to be healed in her heart as yeah. well, Father. Yeah. For we all, we're all a work in progress, Father. Yeah. And we thank you, Lord, that we, we will never arrive until we see you face to face. So we Lord, thank you, Jesus. We love you, Father. We honor you through this, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. I received that. Listen, I have a word of knowledge for, there are three women that are either hearing this by radio or maybe Facebook live, or maybe a combination of both that you are considering divorcing. Mm -hmm. And I hear the Lord saying, you have a right. If you want to look for a biblical right, you have a right. But the Lord says, I have a, I have a better way other than your right. I have a restoration for you. And it's no happenstance that uh, Dr. Erica, Pastor Erica Manning is on this, um, um, on this Espinoza. I call her Dr. Erica Manning. When I think of Erica, I think of Manny. But um, it's, it's no, there's no happenstance that she's on this today. And God restored her marriage, hers and Manny's marriage. Uh, because she said yes to the Holy Spirit. And there are three women in particular that had already said, okay, I'm just going to go file for divorce. And I hear the Lord's, the prophetic word to you is stand still and see the glory of the Lord. Do not run to the divorce courts. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Major restoration is coming to your marriage, to your marriage. Right. There's three women in particular. And just like God did it for Erica and Manny mm-hmm. Espinoza, mm-hmm. who are now pastoring a church together, mm-hmm. he is going to mm-hmm. do it for you. There, he is not a respecter of persons, and he is mm-hmm. the God of restoration. Right. He is the yes. God of the second chance. He is the God of the second chance. I also hear the Lord saying, but there's somebody here that has been diagnosed with um, uh, uh, some sort of, um, I want to say, uh, um, anemia, um, 
it's affected all of your uh, your ability to fight off disease. I don't know what the name of it is, but you, you're you're having trouble. You're getting everything there is to get. I hear the Lord saying that He He's healing you right now. Receive Amen. the healing of the Lord. It's some sort of uh, uh, your your lymph nodes are swollen. You're swollen. You're just you're catching everything. But God says right now you're healed in the name of Jesus. And whoever you are, if you'll just uh, let us know on Facebook that you're the, that person, we just thank God. We thank you, Lord, that you're healing. I see a woman being healed right mm-hmm. now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Do you do you hear anything, uh, Erica, by the Spirit? Um, when you were saying uh, about the immunocompromised, I saw fibromyalgia. I feel like there's some women that are dealing with fibromyalgic pains. Okay. And that's actually something I dealt with um, for many years. I didn't realize what, what it was. Um, I did a, a water fast and that literally changed my life. And so if, if there are some women out there who are struggling with maybe some physical ailments, they may consider a water fast. There's a, you know, people can do a 24 day water fast. They obviously need to consult their physician before they do something like that. But it's something that can literally heal their, their body, you know, three, one day, three days, seven days, 10 days. Um, those are so powerful. So praying and fasting is something that, um, I think we all, we all need to be aware that it, it can heal. Yes. Well, you, sh- you quit feeding your body and it's, it's, and you start drinking a bunch of water and especially like lemon water and, yeah. and you just cleanse your body out. So, yes. um, I also hear that there is someone that is suffering with depression and there may yes, be one, but there's one in particularly that like you've been on every type of medication, you've mm-hmm. tried counseling, you've mm-hmm. tried all kinds of things and not, not that I discredit discredit any of that but the lord says that if you will totally surrender to him and mm-hmm. listen to his voice he is going to deliver you and it's a generational curse it's been in your bloodline mm-hmm. for generation after generation mm-hmm. jesus breaks the curse he died yes. for the curse yes. on the cross and so that curse is broken in jesus name yes you are jesus free name. from d- depression you are free from bouts of where you just want to get into bed and you don't want to get out you don't function i come against that spirit from yes. hell in jesus yes. name i declare that you you are joyful, that you are full of energy, and that never again you will fight um, with that kind of a spirit trying to torment you in Jesus' name. Lord, I just thank you for the opportunity to minister to your people. And I thank you for the people that are on this broadcast that are maybe like Erica, um, Espinosa, Dr. Erica, that they're, they're doing a lot of different things, but God, they're trying to compartmentalize it all. And they've got you in a compartment. Mm-hmm. And God, I just thank you that you're revealing them, revealing to them to put you first and that you want to literally be in every, you want to be a part of our marriages. You want to be a part of our relationships. You want to be a part of our children. You want to lead and guide us in every hat that we wear. And you want our identity to be holy in you. And I thank you, God, you're revealing to your daughters and your sons who we are in Christ, and you're teaching us how to rest and do what you've called us to do from that position of authority, not from a position of weakness, not from a position of exhaustion, but from a position of authority. In Jesus' name, you are revealing to us who we are. We are sons and daughters of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We walk under his mantle and his authority. My children do not have to ask me if they can come to the icebox. They do not have to ask me one time, mama, can I go get some water out of your icebox or can I have something to eat out of your pantry? They know if it's in my house, it is theirs. My girls come into my jewelry box and they take whatever they want and they leave a note. Mama, I took it and I don't get mad at them because mine jewelry is their jewelry. And I'm telling you, Jesus is saying to you, my jewels are your jewels. Amen. Mm. My food is your food. Mm. My treasure is your treasure. You are my daughter. You are my son. And it's time for you to step into your birthright. Quit acting like slaves when I've called you to be a son and a daughter. Do you have anything to say to that, Erica? Yeah. So, I mean, one thing I always remember is Philippians 4.13. It says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And so I really feel there's a lot of women and men out there that are just 
running on their last, you know, last leg and, you know, just hone into what God has. He will strengthen you. He will encourage you. Yes. Spend some time in the quiet place. Yes. He will, he will uplift you. I promise. You know, I, I thought this years ago, I said, God, is this it? God, is this it? Is this all, you know, we have the, the career, the money, the, you know, everything, but is this it? And little did I know I was missing the most important thing was, which was not just God being my savior, but being my Lord. Yes. yes. So I challenge you to be, make God your Lord, because when you make him your Lord, it, life becomes so much different. You see things differently. And so gain your strength, not from your, your own strength, but gain it from him. And he'll make all things new. Okay, real quick, Erica, can you tell them where your church is, where to find yours and 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 Manny's, uh, Pastor Manny's sermons, and just it, maybe if you've got a blog or whatever you're doing, I'd like to be able to. Yeah, know so we have we are pastors at the Collective Church. We are in Harlingen, Texas, which is down south Texas, and we do have a Facebook page for those who are not you know local. Um, we we post our our sermons live every Sunday. And so it's under the Collective Church RGV. So you're more than welcome to watch us. Uh, once a week, my husband and I do go live and just share a topic that the Lord has put on our hearts. And so we'd love for, you know, for you, if, if you are, you know, um, wanting to keep keep up with um, with us, you know, we'd love for you to, to join us on our journey because our journey has just begun. And it, it's exciting to see just where, you know, where God has taken us. And I, I just love you, Pastor Callie. I thank you for your encouragement. I thank you for the prophetic words you've given us. I've taken each one to heart. And so if Pastor Callie's given you a prophetic word, you write it down and hold on to it. Yes. She is a woman of God who hears so clearly from God. There's been so many prophetic words she's given us and they have already come to pass, which is crazy wow. because our, you know, like our walk has been so exponentially fast. But, you know, God's word never goes void. And so whatever he says, I hold God to his promises. I was like, Lord, you said you equipped me for this. And so I'm going to stand on your word and I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to be afraid because fear tries to get all of us. You know, the fear tries to get all of us and we want to retract and say, no, I was fine there. But God wants us to step into what he has for us. And sometimes that means getting uncomfortable and it's okay to be uncomfortable. It is. You know, we weren't, we weren't comfortable when we were birthing our babies. <laughs> no, no. And look what and look so, the treasure we got from willing to be. Yes. Yes. God reminded me of that. He took me through that process again. He's like, it's going to be uncomfortable, you know? And so I really believe the last eight months of my journey have been that birthing and, you know, he's about to birth something new in me. And I really believe he's going to do that for many people who are listening today. It's not just for me. It's for many people that he wants to birth something new in all of us. I see. And a, we just a, got to go with the journey. I see a television show for you in the Rio Grande Valley and uh, God is going to open that up. Supernatural. You ain't got to do anything for that. You don't have to make any, try to make that happen, sister. God's going to do it for you. You just stay in his presence. There's a television show that is going to open up for you in the Rio Grande Valley, where you get to preach the word of God on a daily basis. And you get to start leading women in that region. It's going to happen exponentially. It's going to happen supernaturally. And when, and from that, there's going to be a great revival uh, in the mothers, in the women in that region that's going to spill over and husbands are going to take their rightful place. But he's going to use the door of a woman. I think about when he chose Mary. He used the door of a little woman to birth the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, to birth the man Christ Jesus. But he had to first ask a lady, you know, will you be willing? The, the angel came to her and said, you know, you're going to have a baby. And you know what she said? According to your will, so be it. And Amen. the Lord is birthing a revival in the men and in the families of the Rio Grande Valley. But he's going to ask a little girl by the name of Erica Espinosa, will you be the woman? Will you be the woman that will say yes? And through the ministry that God is going to give you in that region, um, it's going to be a daily program. And I, you know, I don't know what it's going to look, what all it's going to look like. It may be even a little short thing, but God's going to use that mm-hmm. to um, give y'all exponential growth in your church. And then more than that, there is going to be a revival in South Texas that wow. God's going to use this little girl by the name of Erica Espinosa. And you know what? It started. It started with your mama. It started with your daddy saying yes to the Lord. 
See, when we say yes to the Lord, we open up the doors for generational blessing to our children. And for everyone listening today that finds yourself in a hard place, that you're saying yes to the Lord, know that your obedience opens the doors of generational blessing to your children. And it unlocks the treasures of heaven over them when you say yes to the Lord's bidding and to his will. And I just want to thank you, Erica, for your obedience. The Lord is so pleased with you. And man, he is so pleased with you. And God is going to bless every, all three of your children are supernaturally blessed of the Lord. Uh, There is supernatural call on all three of them and the hand of God is on them. And I just see great, great revival. And so I just encourage, you. Lord, we just thank you for everyone that's listening on BPN Radio today. I thank you, Lord, that we are stepping into our birthrights. Yes, God, that Jesus. we are saying yes to your call. Yes. That we're not trading our birthright for a bowl of beans for the right. lesser choice, but we are stepping into what you've called us to do across America. We are stepping into our birthright. God, I just thank you for for what happened in Jerusalem yesterday. I thank you. Lord, for the the Mm. monumental blessing of making our embassy in Jerusalem. I thank you, Lord, for a president that's willing to stand up and say, I'm going to honor my word. I thank you for the blessings on America. I thank you for a national revival that is literally going to be so fantastic that cities and the, the cities, the counties, the states, and a national revival that's going to change the face of America. I thank you for people being healed and delivered and set free. We stand in faith for the greatest revival we've ever seen in America. We are selling out to you, God. We are selling out to your call. We are saying yes to the birthright and no to the bowl of beans. We are saying yes to the promises of God and no to the, to the sidetracks, the sidetrack schemes of the devil. We thank you, Lord, for revival. We'll see you next week on BPN radio. God bless you all. I love you, Eric. Espinoza, I love you. I love you. And uh, thank you so much. All right. See you next week. God bless. For the past hour, you've been listening to the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.